This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. <laughs> COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Hello. Namaste. Welcome to Far From Fact. Join us, Keshav Naidu, and me, Hussein Merchant, as we solve pertinent world issues in an attempt to make the world a better place. Make the world a better place? Okay, we'll leave it the way we found it. Hey everyone, in this episode, we talk about a sailor stranded on a ship for four years off the coast of Egypt. Four years? Yeah, that's wow. a long time. Yes, that's that's longer than this podcast has been running. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, enjoy, enjoy the episode. Okay, what's up, what's up, Keshav? Welcome what's back. What's up, Kusan? Yes, welcome back. Okay, so Keshav, topic for the day. And this is... Thanks to one of our regular listeners and also he's been emailing. His name is Nagaraj Joshi. So thank you, Nagaraj. He had emailed thank previously you, with a different topic, but we weren't able to do that. Then I wrote back saying that, you know, keep the topics coming in. Oh, so wow. yeah, this time he sent one that that really caught our attention because there's so many, so many angles to this yeah, story. Yeah, this is a very good story. It's a very good story. So, the the background, Keshav, is a little lengthy, okay? But I think it's important to give all of that context for us to be able to actually understand all of the different ways in which we can approach this. Right. Now, the headline reads that a stranded sailor is finally allowed to leave an abandoned ship after four years. Right. Okay, so this story is, it's it's from uh, the coast of Egypt and uh, after spending almost four years on board a stranded ship off the Egyptian coast, he was freed and flown home to Syria. So the name of the person is Muhammad Aisha and the name of the ship was M.V. Aman. Okay. Uh, the, the article starts off by asking how he feels now that he's freed. And he says that, I feel like I have finally got out of prison. I'm finally going to be rejoined with my family and going to see them again. And it has taken a major toll on his physical and mental health. He was condemned to life without power, sanitation, or any company. That's the that's how the story has ended. It's inhuman. Yeah, no, that's how the story has ended. Now, how it all began and what happened. Right. So, it began in July 2017 when the MV Aman was detained at the Egyptian port of Adabia. The cargo ship was held because it had expired safety equipment and classification certificates. Okay, so very likely it sounds like Are Gadika PUC nahi hai. It may be a little more serious, but, no, but yeah, documentation. To, to reduce it or to simplify it, that's what it is. That's what it, it seems like. Now, uh, it should have been easy enough to resolve, but the ship's Lebanese contractors failed to pay for fuel 
and the MV Amman's owners in Bahrain were in financial difficulty. Okay, okay. so the fact that the article says it should be easy enough to resolve tells us that it was not a major problem. It right. could have been fixed had these people not have uh, probably slacked off. Yeah, uh, with the, that. yeah. So with the ship's Egyptian captain ashore. So that means the captain was not on the ship. He was ashore. A local court declared Mohammed, who was the chief, uh, who was the ship's chief officer, as the ship's legal guardian. Okay, mm. so captain was uh, Gayab. Gayab means he was not there at that time because this guy was the ship's chief officer. Some court declared him as the ship's legal guardian. After that, he uh, so Mohammed. He says that he wasn't told what the order meant, and only found out months later as the ship's other crew members started to leave. Right. Uh, for four years. Life and death passed Mohammed by. He watched as ships sailed past in and out of the nearby Suez Canal. During the recent blockage caused by the giant container ship that that one that made became famous, yeah, yeah. Uh, he counted dozens of ships waiting for the traffic jam to ease. He has even seen his brother, a fellow seafarer, sail past more than once. The brothers, wow. the brothers spoke on the phone, but were too far apart even to wave. Shit. Yeah, what a sad story. Then this is, I think, even worse. In August two thousand eighteen, he learned that his mother, a teacher responsible for his excellent English, had passed away, and that was Mohammed's low point. And he said he was seriously considering ending his life by two thousand nineteen. August two thousand nineteen. He was completely alone, but for the occasional guard, and he was trapped on a vessel with no diesel and consequently no power. This is what is what is screwed up. He was legally obliged to stay on board, and was unpaid, demoralized, and feeling increasingly unwell. He said that the ship was like a grave at night. You can't see anything, can't hear anything. and he said it's like you're in a coffin yeah so just this 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 context is just it to kind of worse. yeah help people understand what the situation the depth is of this situation hmm. and and he didn't have any communication with the outside world no no now that 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 question gets answered a little later so in march 2020 so also to help people just remember the timeline it all started in may 2017 Right. Uh, Jul- May two thousand seventeen is when he got on the ship. July two thousand seventeen is when the order was passed. Then, in August two thousand eighteen, he learned his mother passed away. August two thousand nineteen, he said that uh, there was no diesel, no power. Now, in March twenty twenty, okay, so twenty seventeen say twenty March twenty twenty four years. Four years. He's saying that a storm blew the Amman off its anchorage. The ship drifted five miles, which is eight kilometers, eventually running a few hundred meters from the shoreline. So hmm. it 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 was probably further out into sea, but because of this storm, it drifted towards the coastline. The coastline. Now he says that it was terrifying at the time, but Muhammad thought it was an act of God. Now. 
he was able to swim ashore every few days to buy food and recharge his phone oh wow so it's he's just been left there it's literally that but you know i have so many questions exactly about how this how this just happens right yeah so even and so about even him even him yeah him even his resolve mm. so now uh, that's i think the end of the story and it ended with how he uh, he finally was able to go home but now some information about why this happens in the first place okay so according to the international labor organization there are more than 250 active cases around the world where crews are simply left to fend for themselves it says that 85 new cases were reported in 2020 which is twice as many as in the previous year so individuals just like mohammed yes yes so crew, like literally one person on one ship and no one else it may be now i don't maybe know if more it than is one, maybe yeah. a handful let's but the fact is that they are just abandoned abandoned left for them left to fend for 85 such people exist in the world that yeah. are reported yes so i'm i'm looking for something that will help us now understand how this happens so there's this one person who is who's part of an organization called mission to seafarers and it seems like an organization that is looking out for cases like this and trying to help them with the legal uh, support or whatever right so one of the persons andy bowerman who is the middle east and south asia director for the mission to seafarers he says that the first time i came across one of these cases he was in complete shock he's seen this happen time and again usually for the same combination of reasons right he's saying we are currently working with a case here where the company has a huge mortgage on the vessel but their debts are way beyond that So sometimes it is easier for the company to tell the crew to just drop anchor and to walk away. Right. So in this case uh, the Amman's owners the names of those companies who own this ship that Mohammed was stranded on it's Tylo Shipping and Marine Services and they told the BBC that they had tried to help Mohammed but their hands were tied. They say that they cannot force a judge to remove the legal guardianship and they cannot find a single person on this planet to replace mohammed now okay this is where it sounds a little shitty and a little yeah, because, uh, sketchy you know, that's a bit ridiculous that they can't find a single person yeah and and listen to this they are saying that mohammed should have never signed the order in the first place oh. so yeah so they've passed the buck on to him on to him they are saying that you signed it now it's your problem it's it's literally what i think it comes down yeah but was he told not to sign it exactly yeah these guys are probably paid peanuts they how does anybody know what what you're supposed he doesn't have legal counsel he's stranded yeah yeah you know there are other organizations there's some other international transport workers federation who took up mohammed's case in december and i think they are the ones who actually got him to uh, go back home and they are saying that this should be a moment for everyone in the shipping industry to reflect uh, the case of mohammed has to serve to open a serious debate to prevent these abuses to seafarers on ships 
the drama and suffering of Mohammad Aisha could have been avoided if the owners and the parties with responsibilities and obligations to the ship had assumed their responsibilities and arranged his repatriation earlier. Uh, now, Mohammed again, the story ends, kind of ends there. He Mohammed says that he felt trapped in a situation not of his making, cornered by Egyptian law and ignored by the ship's owners. He said and that months and the contractors, yeah. He said that months would go by without communication, leaving him feeling let down and isolated. So all of these different Yeah, I mean, it's a miracle he didn't kill himself. Kill himself, absolutely, absolutely. You know? Hmm. So the article ends there. It, I mean, it this took is us... a serious topic. Yeah, very serious. We usually serious. do like uh, monkeys uh, writing their name in P or something. Yeah, <laughs> obese monkeys. <laughs> or obese monkeys, yeah. you know, like... Or smoking monkeys, or drinking yeah. monkeys, or a combination of all of that. <laughs> so this is uh, this is a kind of a graduation for us. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Nagraj. Yes, yes. We feel very grown up. We feel very uh, intellectually challenged in in the right way. Yes, yes. Challenge to come up with better to take up new challenges. Yes, absolutely. Yes, <laughs> but there's no saying that we will not be doing. Uh, you know, uh, juvenile topics in the future where animals get hurt and yeah. babies do drugs. <laughs> and and even this topic may eventually lead to <laughs> one of those conversations. Yeah, you know, never say never. <laughs> this is what we're here for. Yes. Okay. <laughs> At no <now>, service. <laughs> so now, Keshav, given all these different angles, okay? Yeah. Where do you think we can start? I'm quite, to be honest, overwhelmed Hmm. by uh, this man's plight. Okay, okay. Also a little bit, what do you call, uh, like I have questions about why couldn't you leave? Exactly, exactly. That's the biggest question. You know, Hmm. yeah. But the other side of that same coin is uh, perhaps that's his, that's the level of his work ethic. He probably holds himself up to a very, very high standard. Yeah. And he got exploited for it. Yeah, yeah. That's possibly a theory. Mm. Why didn't he leave, right? So that's one theory which I... You know, because work ethic... Even even work ethic has its limits. And yeah. four years without, without power communication where I have to swim ashore for food. For food. No amount of work ethic basically will tolerate that. In yeah. my opinion. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Nothing warrants that behavior, hmm. that level of... No, so, I'm saying the number of times he should have, you know, gone ashore for food was one. Like the f- <laughs> <laughs> he should have not come back. <laughs> gone, like, leave. Leave. So, now that's my... Uh, Why did you go back is my question. Yeah, so, I feel like the fear of the law or the fear of the repercussions may have been so scary. So and scary. and the article says that he was cornered by Egyptian law. So yeah. maybe so he's also very he's very he's very law fearing in that sense. And and it comes from a place of I think not knowing better. Not you knowing know, Gari that that's what it comes down that's to. That's what it comes down to. It's easy to scare a a, a yeah. kind of non informed person. Yeah. That if you go away, you are going to jail for your life. Your family will go to jail for life. You will never work. You will never work. It's very easy to give them those threats. 
it's really unfortunate you know i mean uh, so all this has happened to this man hmm he possibly didn't even get paid for a good part of it yeah 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 so do you think we can come up with ways in which we can make them leave but not leave you know what i mean are <laughs> now we're talking now we're talking so i have one thought okay see these yeah. corporations the contractor and the ship owner and all they were chilling must one was yeah. in lebanon one was in bahrain they were chilling Correct. if this guy were to die i don't think their lives would have changed nothing would have changed yeah they would have been okay now to it's even better because even better. uska bhi jaan chhuta aur hamare upar se bhi responsibility utha correct they so, sell the ship for scrap or scrap. whatever and yeah because they just wait for that correct Ki when correct. it becomes scrap then they have the league, then they have the excuse that hey this ship is cannot go anywhere yeah let us sell it and make some money yeah and the fact that they only said that he should have not signed the order Correct. That proves that you know they intended for uh, write off. Write off. That they, asset is a write off. Write off. So they are willing to write off humans. Absolutely, absolutely. So I feel like how could he have you know see overnight? No one's checking up on him. Okay, he doesn't have communication. If he just disappears overnight, I don't think anyone's going to come and look for him. Ke kider gaya? Yeah. Do you think it could have been possible where he even said his brother was uh, passing passing by and they were very far but still he was in a place where probably you know small fishermen boats and things like that he could have at night just jumped off jumped off and disappeared and no one would have known the difference definitely you know like he could have left a dummy there <laughs> in his shape like a scarecrow kind of thing <laughs> I don't think there are crows in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> But I get your point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he didn't do that, okay? He didn't do that. So do you feel like maybe let's assume worst case scenario again there were there was nothing to re- there were no don't, passing don't by ships don't wait to leave. Nothing. Now other option This is a this is But I would do this. He was far. He was yeah. Quite far. Far. Maybe he didn't have the confidence that he could swim three swim. kilometers to land. Let's Correct. say that was the distance. Correct. In in which case we can't blame him for it. Yeah. Yeah. Now if this was me, okay, I would I would not have as much patience as Mohammed for sure, and my mind would then start thinking about revenge. Hmm. Okay, and I don't. I wouldn't feel bad about it because I've been screwed over badly by I corporations. Would, by corporations, I think revenge is a very fair uh, yeah, settlement yeah. here. Yes. So, see, one assumption I'm making is that if it was a big cargo ship, huh. there should definitely be at least one lifeboat on that. Hundred percent. Yeah, lifeboat. If not a lifeboat, chalo life jacket. A raft. A raft. Okay. If nothing else, I would break a door and use that as a flotation. Something that device. floats. Floats. If the full ship is floating, I'm sure you can <laughs> find. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great point. There's got to be something Some... made of sponge on that boat. <laughs> yeah, that floats. Okay. Take so, a mattress. 
whatever so best case scenario we are assuming there's a raft or a, a lifeboat or whatever worst case scenario you can make something yeah now what i would do then is i would somehow or the other make a big hole in this boat okay i have four years imagine i was stuck there at least for two years yeah enough time to even with a hammer start hammering and make a big ass hole in yeah. this ship i would make that hole i and would jump off. jump off so ship is gone everyone assumes that i am dead now yeah. ship sank overnight yeah and i would go away on my raft and ship need not even sink no but sinking. i want revenge so oh your yeah, revenge I, is a sinking of the sinking ship. of the ship yeah right <laughs> and and he can't move the boat on his own yeah because it ran out of diesel no it Article ran out says, of diesel. yeah Correct. i'm thinking if there's some way in which a strike so you know in the last episode we were talking about unions and strikes and all of that yeah yeah i'm wondering if there is any any way in which we can use that uh, tactic your St- unions are a powerful tool mm. strikes are a powerful tool so imagine okay if there was a seafarers union and if the if say they came to know that two of our homies are stuck on this ship yeah then across all of the ships all of those union workers just stop working just abandon ship not abandon ship stay on the ship and don't do their work so you know the the cargo is not being loaded and all those sorts of problems it it cripples the industry basically yeah so uh, they do a lot of perishables right correct fruits vegetables fish meats all of that so and imagine if they let it rot they turn off the refrigeration on all the fresh produce mm-hmm. that's going to have an impact correct so another similar okay similar to that i feel like what they could also do is from this beautiful example of the suez canal being blocked by that evergreen or whatever oh wow <laughs> they again call up their homies ke mera ek aadmi fas gaya hai okay <laughs> i don't know why they are wow. talking in hindi but one guy who's who's been cornered like this you on the ship you think that was revenge if it was man salute <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine yeah if that is the ultimate revenge yeah but though you know i've read that that happened because there was a storm and the storm caused that ship to Go get stuck to yeah so i don't think they were that creative with their revenge but now that we've seen this now that we've seen this it's so a, that's a very good revenge idea very good revenge idea so basically our man mohammed <clears throat> now needs to get a job again yeah <laughs> as the suez canal same, in charge no no in the same <laughs> company okay okay for the owners of the mv aman yeah say changes identity okay get a new job hmm go back on that ship hmm as the first officer or whatever hmm hmm and just gently turn <laughs> turn 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 and block this switch chip cow again, again. <laughs> block the switch or if you want to be creative uh <laughs> go to the panama canal panama canal <laughs> 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 ja ke go do some damage <laughs> maybe they'll suffer more because it's farther away for them 
it's not next to home and there they have no option to abandon the ship they'll get there bombarded yeah so go and block that block it okay and now since if it's blocking means they have access to land yeah <laughs> common sense still if he stays stuck for 4 years then he is a fool no no hopefully now now he knows ki he's getting revenge now he should not now if he stays then to yaar even far from fact can't help you and we tried we tried very hard but superb i love how we've uh, married these two because yeah. you know the best part i read i don't know if it has happened but the ship that got stuck huh. i think the owners or whoever are going to be fined millions of dollars millions of dollars in fact that's what possibly highlighted aman the mv aman story story because yeah. journalists from all over the world were in that region ha with and, scrutiny yeah and you can only cover <laughs> one stuck ship that much for so much <laughs> so then you start looking for other stories and that's how they found this guy out so it came full circle and notice for that ship uh-huh. how they managed to help it out free it imi yeah, yeah 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 because it's affecting the world mm-hmm. uh i'm imagining what would have happened is the the reporters and all were at that coast yeah. and they saw this one guy coming swimming <laughs> with fear and they were like <laughs> picking up food and again going swimming back no when they come he comes to shore they're like oh wow you know this guy is finally safe you know help him out here <laughs> he comes home they feed him he eats and everything then he goes back <laughs> again <laughs> <laughs> That's how they found out about the MV. <laughs> Thank you for listening everyone. We hope you enjoyed. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Yeah, so Keshav there's been a lovely email from Aniket Chatterjee. So he's he said that he can't thank us enough because he's an engineering, he's a fresh engineering student. and our show is like therapy wow, to him. Wow, thank you Anik. So that's a beautiful word. Yes. He says he's an old listener of the podcast and he wanted to congratulate us for elevating the quality of the show every week. Oh, wow. That's wow. Yeah. Praise upon praise. Yes, yes. Okay, so yeah, thank you Aniket. We are glad you're enjoying and best of luck for best of luck for engineering and spread the word on on your campus if uh, if you're not embarrassed about your taste. <laughs> <laughs> so Keshav another beautiful message from uh, an an Instagram message an Instagram listener goes by the handle the rookie chef has messaged right. us so thank you very much the thank rookie, you, chef. rookie chef yeah she says that uh, she's she's uh, an NRI listener okay oh. and very very lovely message so she says that she ruchika is okay. her name and uh, she is living in the netherlands with her dutch husband so very very cool yeah our the the far from fact is, the is clan is spreading are, is growing reaching new frontiers and covering <laughs> lands of of ne- netherlands yeah. <laughs> and also you know she actually sent in a great topic it was a topic about how 
children in the Netherlands from non-Dutch speaking parents, they end up speaking Dutch before the parents. So, because they go to probably right. daycares, etc. at a very young age, they so so the parents don't end up understanding what the child and is they're possibly forced to learn at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they just pick up, you know, because they are around Dutch speaking people. So very cool, interesting topic. Maybe we can yeah. consider it someday. Yeah. So thank you, thank you, listeners. Thank you, uh, thank you, listeners, for your constant suggestions and on all the love. Yes, it's yes. Beautiful. Thank you very much, and as always. PayPal, Insta Mojo, you can share your donations, contributions. Uh, And no amount too small. That's a very important reminder. And And, uh, stay safe, you know. Stay safe. Strange time. Yes. Bye. Bye. Every family vacation, my kids break into the can-can. Can we go to the theme park? Can we go to a ball game? Can we get snacks? It can get expensive. But at Red Roof, we get a great price on clean, comfortable rooms and wake up rested and ready to hit the road again. This summer, when we rest and repeat at Red Roof, staying two separate times can earn us a free night. Plus, Ready Reward members can save up to 20% with exclusive rates. Book at redroof.com. I mean, .com.